I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 387 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, we are heading into the octagon today with the former interim lightweight champion of the UFC, Dustin the Diamond Poirier, joins me on the podcast. His most recent fight was coined the fight of the night after he defeated Dan Hooker in what was just a brutal, tremendous fight inside the octagon. He has beaten some of the top UFC contenders, including Max Holloway, Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gaethje, and Anthony Pettis. And Dustin is currently the number two ranked lightweight fighter in the world. He's ranked number eight in the UFC pound for pound rankings. It's an honor for me to have him on the podcast. Dustin Poirier will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Dustin Poirier was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between myself and the UFC lightweight fighter, please get over to my YouTube channel. Hit me with a subscribe. The link is down there in the description of today's podcast episode. And if you guys enjoy my interviews with dads of the UFC, please be sure to go through the archives of the podcast and take a listen to my interviews with the UFC president, Dana White, UFC Hall of Fame fighter Tito Ortiz, the immortal Matt Brown, Green Beret fighter Tim Kennedy, and so many others. And if you're just a fight fan in general, go take a listen to my interview with the first man to ever knock out Iron Mike Tyson, James Buster Douglas, joined me back on episode 305. All right, and tomorrow on the podcast, ABC AccuWeather forecaster Lee Goldberg will be here. In my opinion, he is the best-dressed dad on TV. Thursday is NFL opening day, and I'm going to be bringing you guys my interview with legendary NFL Hall of Fame quarterback Jim Kelly, who is just an inspirational human being. Don't miss out on that one. And I'll be closing out the week with the Frogman Friday with former Navy SEAL Rusty Nessner. All right, and dads, please take advantage of my partnership with Manscaped. It's 2020, guys, so you better be manscaping, and you have to try the Lawnmower 3.0. It's waterproof. It's got LED lights. It's perfect to use in the shower. It's got advanced skin-safe technology, so you don't ever have to worry about giving yourself a vasectomy while you're shaving. Go visit manscaped.com. Use my promo code FATHER. You're going to get 20% off your order, plus get free shipping. All right, and if you enjoy listening to the podcast here, please consider leaving me a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever it is that you enjoy listening. And as always, always, guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Dustin Poirier. I'm Alec Lace. You're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Manscaped, and dads, 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control, but there is one thing that you can control, and that is shaving that area that made you a dad in the first place. My sponsors over at Manscaped.com are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premier electric trimmer that is waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology, so you never have to worry about scratching those love spuds while you're giving yourself a smooth shave. The Lawnmower 3.0 is included in the Perfect Package 3.0, and for a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package kit, you're going to get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. And let me tell you something right now, guys. The Anti-Chafing Cooling Boxer Briefs are the best pair of drawers I've ever put on. So what are you waiting for? Visit Manscaped.com. Use my promo code FATHER. You're going to save 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's 20% off your order plus get free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the promo code FATHER and get rid of those short hairs in your short pants today. 
Joining me now, First Class Father, Dustin Poirier. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for having me on, man. All right, let's start it like this here. How many kids do you have? How old are they? Got one kid. She just turned four. Awesome. Did you guys, uh, did you do any kind of like gender reveal to find out what you were having or did you wait till the end to find out with her? Uh, we, me and my wife knew, but the family didn't. And we did like a surprise for them. Awesome. Awesome. You guys going to be trying for any more? Are you all done? Nah, you know, I, I'd love to try for a boy. If I have a boy this on this next one, I'm done. <laughs> all right. I like that. <laughs> I like your style. If you could, Dustin, please just take a minute here to hit my uh, listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. I'm a UFC fighter, uh, former UFC interim world champion. I'm currently number two in the world. And uh, that's it. I'm a full-time father and full-time fighter. Yeah, awesome. You've had a crazy career so far. Awesome stuff. The fights are always exciting. And now along this journey here, Dustin, so how old were you then when you first became a dad and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Probably, I mean, 27, I, be I believe, 27 or 28. It, it just kind of, you know, it really did put things in perspective for me as in, you know, before I was a father, fighting was was mattered so much to me. And, uh, you know, and it's still my, my job and a passion of mine and how I make a living, you know, my family's well-being. But uh, once, I have, once I had my daughter, it kind of put fighting on the, you know, not so much on, not on the, I want to say on the back burner. It's something I'm still very focused on, but it's just fighting, you know, before it was my life. Now fighting is just something I do. I'm a father, you know. Uh, and it changed the way I, I approach fights and the way I think about my future. You know, if I wouldn't have a kid, I, I would be, I don't know when I would put a number on retirement or anything like that. But after, after having my daughter, I, I, I looked myself in the mirror and I said, you know, 35 years old, I'm, I'm not going to fight past that. I, I want to be able to uh, be there for my daughter uh, throughout her life. Yeah, well said, Dustin. And one of the things uh, I speak about with the fighters that come on, even even Dana White, when, when I had him on the show, is just to ask like the difference in fighters. You know, I understand that, you know, when you're a single guy and you're by yourself and, and you're and you're focused on fighting is one thing. But to have a family, a wife and a child to support, it's got to be difficult to kind of separate or manage those things in your head when you're focusing on a fight. When, when you are training for a fight, do you kind of distance yourself from the family or do you kind of split time with them? How do you work that out? No, I. uh I bring them with me to training camp, usually eight to 10 weeks. They come, they come with me the whole time. And, uh, you know, I'm fighting f f for myself, but I'm fighting for my family as well. I don't, you know, I, I don't want to be separated from them. Um, I enjoy their company and it's refreshing and, and to come home and have that separate life. I can fight the best guys every day in the gym, train with the best guys every day in the gym, be the tough guy, but I could come home after I take a shower at the gym and play Barbies with my daughter. It's about life's about balance and, and being a father to a little girl and fighting the, the meanest, baddest guys in the world. You know, it, you can teeter totter either way too much. So it's good to try to balance things out and, and keep them separate. And, and together at the same time, I know that sounds crazy, but they come with me to training camp. But when I come home, I'm, I'm not. El Diamante. I'm Dustin. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, talk about a dichotomy or going from one extreme to another. I, I can't imagine what that must be like for you. And what, what would you say, Dustin, are, are the top values that you're hoping to instill in your daughter growing up? Um, hard work. Uh, honesty. And, and self-belief. You know, I talk to my daughter every night. 
every day and uh about those things about you know anytime she says something any idea she has i tell her that's a great idea it's so beautiful you know never you know, keep those inside say what you want to say and, and and chase your dreams i just want her to to reach her full potential you know i'm sure every parent's hopes for for their children is is to see them blossom and be the person that they they're capable of being whatever that level is whatever that is i just want her to to chase passions and 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 believe in herself you know yeah, and well, and, that- and to know and to know that her dad did everything he could to put her in a good, her mother and herself in a good place. Good stuff. Yeah. And, and for, for me, I had my, I have four children myself. I had three boys, then got my girl, you know, on the fourth try, you got her right out of the gate here. And it's one of the things for me is my discipline style is definitely different with my daughter than it is with my three boys. So um, I know she's young yet, but what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? Are you a spanker timeout guy? How do you kind of handle discipline? Uh, timeout more so. I don't think I've ever really had the Spanking's not a big thing. If she's being kind of sassy back and forth or, or does something deliberately to, to go against the rules and I know she's doing it, I might give her a little swat on the butt, but I've never really had to whip whip her like, you know, or anything like that. You know, being a four-year-old girl and your daddy tells you go to, you're going to have to go in timeout, dude, that breaks her heart, breaks her down so much. I, I might even cry. So Now, is that is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Uh for sure. I, I think, uh, you know, I, I grew up a lot different, man. I, I, I grew up and I don't think there was a whole lot of discipline. Yeah, I, I think we see that like right now. One of the things I talk about on the show all the time is we got a fatherless crisis going on in our country where so many kids are growing up without a father figure in their life. And one of the things that's missing from that is a discipline aspect where we, ha- we you know, we see kids that, you know, th- that are coming from a generation of everybody gets a trophy and then combine that with not growing up with that father style discipline. I think it's creating a lot of havoc all across the country in our societies right now. Yeah. And uh, it's so important for the father to be there in a daughter's life. I'm reading a book right now called Strong Father, Strong Daughter. So. You know, it's very important. Yeah. And what is Dustin, what is it like for your daughter? Like, how is her reaction when you come back from a fight and you got your you're a little bruised up and banged up? Like, what is her reaction to that? She asks you questions. You explain. Does she know what you do yet or, or not just yet? All right, dads, the barbershops are finally open, but I can tell you right now, there's hair in one place they're never going to cut, and that's right around the area that made you a father in the first place. And when it comes to such a delicate area, you need the right tool for the job. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that is waterproof with skin-safe technology designed to reduce nicks or tugs in those valuables in your short pants. Also, Manscaped just released their Shears 2.0 luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file so you can pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are going to save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping with my special promo code FATHER. Visit Manscaped.com and use the promo code FATHER and save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code FATHER, and you can shave that unwanted hair in your underwear today. Very important.
Yeah. And what is Dustin, what is it like for your daughter? Like, how is her reaction when you come back from a fight and you got your you're a little bruised up and banged up? Like, what is her reaction to that? She asks you questions. You explain. Does she know what you do yet or, or not just yet? Oh, yeah. She knows what I do. But the thing is, I've been doing it since before she was born. So she kind of was born into it. It's not something special or anything. It's like since day one. Since she knew what was going on, this fighting was part of her life and and uh, I was fighting and she was in gyms with me and, and things like that. So I don't know if she thinks everybody's dad. <laughs> she, she she calls it punch punch. She knows I go to the gym and a punch punch every day. And uh, so it's not a big thing to her. It's all she knows. I don't know if she thinks every man that's their job or what, but it's it's second nature. What kind of led you in? What was the, uh, the genesis of you getting involved in the MMA, uh, Dustin? What, what kind of started you in this career? I, I started messing around with boxing when I was younger, 17 years old or so. And when I was 18 years old, I, I met some guys who were training mixed martial arts. They were working on their boxing at a boxing gym and, um, you know, spoke to them, got their information. And then the next weekend, I, I, instead of going to the boxing gym, I went to a mixed martial arts gym. And I kind of fell in love with the with the sport and all the different aspects of the of the different martial arts, wrestling and jiu-jitsu and boxing, kickboxing. You know, there's just so much to try to master. And, and it was just fun. It, it felt like, um, you know, it was no holds barred. I felt like that was the truest form of, of sanctioned fight. Yeah, there's no doubt that the, the MMA, the, the popularity of the UFC has just exploded. So many kids are, are, are getting into mixed martial arts as a result of that, which I think is a good thing. Um, and one of the things I ask a lot of the NFL guys that I get on the show here is about because of all the awareness with concussions or all the reports about it, how dangerous it's difficult for parents to decide whether or not to let their kids play tackle football. But in your opinion, what's a what's a good age uh, for kids to start getting involved in MMA and then taking it to the next level with striking and all that? You know, I think there's a lot of aspects of mixed martial arts that that kids can do separately. I don't know if. Uh doing mixed martial it's 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 evolved so much that mixed martial arts it used to be different martial arts you would put them together and try to see who the better fighter was but mixed martial arts is almost becoming its own martial art where you have to be good at at everything but you know i, I would think maybe put put your kid in in jiu-jitsu put them in wrestling start them out in a boxing gym just learning fundamentals and footwork uh, start them out in judo and then allow them and their passion to put the things together if they want to, but to, to, to put a kid in mixed martial arts, um, maybe, uh, dude, that's, that's a tough question. Cause you know, kids start boxing at a very young age as well and, and get hit, hit in the head, um, and fight multiple times in a weekend in boxing tournaments. But I, if I had a son and, and I was putting him, I would let him learn the different arts, like put him in jujitsu at a young age, but I probably wouldn't let him start sparring and competing and stuff like that till 14 you know maybe and you, you know what i was going to say too uh dustin is one of the good things even when it comes to football is like now we have so many flag football leagues that kids can get involved and kind of learn them skills before they start getting banged in the head and that's one of the things about uh mma too that you can kind of learn these these you know the, the format or the fundamentals of the game without having to take so many blows which i think is important uh as, as the kids are growing up before their bodies are, are even beginning to fully develop very important. But, you know, we're, MMA is kind of a newer sport and it's still evolving and we're not in the uh, the caveman days of mixed martial arts anymore either. So I think as the times move on and as the sport continues to evolve, training methods and, and stuff like that are going to continue to do the same. Yeah.
Yeah, hopefully. And I know now all the reports are here. You'll be fighting uh, uh, Tony Ferguson in October. We have any confirmation on that? Is that the next fight for you? Or is that what's coming up? It, it, it's seeming like that's the fight they, the UFC wants to make. I'm still waiting on the phone call to get this thing negotiated and locked down. But it's a good it's a good possibility that it does happen. Just waiting to iron out all the details and get the official offer. Yeah, awesome. That, that would be incredible. I know many UFC fans would be, you know, devour that fight if that would be the case. So now you said here um, you're, you're planning on fighting until 35. What kind of plans do you have beyond that? Do you see yourself uh, staying close to the sport, be training or, or managing? Or do you see yourself getting into the broadcasting aspect and staying close? What kind of plans do you see yourself having uh, beyond your fight career? You know, man, I would love to do both of those things. I'd love to broadcast and uh, get in front of a camera. I think I can speak well. There's not a question. I, I can't answer about the sport. I've dedicated my life to it for the last, you know, 13 years. So, uh, but, but as far as, as, you know, I, I like working, working with professional fighters, but to start somebody up, like if I was part of a gym to start a, a, a new guy up and teach him everything from the, from the ground up, that's not a big passion of mine. Things change maybe in the future, maybe when I'm 35, that will be. But right now it, it's, it's not, you know, I like working, like I said, working with pro fighters, helping them out, cornering them, breaking down fight footage and, and working with them to, to, to benefit their fights. But um, I, I think real estate and uh, other businesses, you know, maybe. Yeah, very cool. All right, let, last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Dustin, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Patience is a virtue, man. Patience is all about patience. Yeah, well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Dustin Poirier, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for the invite. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Dustin Poirier for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in. A lot more action still to come your way this week. Tomorrow on the podcast, AccuWeather forecaster Lee Goldberg joins me on the podcast. Thursday, NFL opening day. I got a very special interview to bring you with Hall of Fame quarterback Jim Kelly. All right, he's just an inspirational guy all around. If you're unfamiliar with his story, you got to check it out. You don't want to miss that interview for sure. And we will close out the week with a Frogman Friday. Former Navy SEAL Rusty Nestor joins me to close it out. All right, that's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. Please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Tall as a tree, I saw feeling.